0: You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church, Midrand. The place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. You're all welcome this morning to church. You look amazing from this side. You look like you've been in His presence. You've, you look like you've contacted the God of wonders. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. You should see yourselves from here. Amen. You look just amazing. Amen. Glory, glory, glory. We bless the Lord. We appreciate him Amen. for honoring our faith. Amen. Amen. For answering our prayers. Amen. For moving in wonders. Yeah. in the course of the week we had a jaw-dropping wonder which one day we will package it and and, and make it known to you your jaw will drop I promise you hallelujah so we have a God that is alive powerful always doing wonders amen Yeah, he is the God of all gods. He is the Lord of all lords. Nobody can come close to him. His presence consumes. You understand? Many times he has to protect us from his presence. Can you imagine that kind of power? Yeah, when he came down on Mount Sinai, the mountain began to melt. (laughs) That's the God that we worship. That's your Heavenly Father. The one that gave the sun its heat. Yeah, just a fraction. It's just a fraction of his heat he gave to the sun. And look at what is happening. <laughs> so imagine that one descending fully. The earth can't contain him. I'm telling you, the earth cannot contain him. Yeah. The Bible says that even the heavens, you know, he humbles himself to behold the things that go on in heaven. So even his position in heaven is humility. (laughs) Hallelujah. Because he has always been, he created heaven. He has always been by himself, the self-existent one. Hallelujah. The one out of whom comes every existence. Don't joke with my God. Turn to someone and say, don't mess with my God. Hallelujah. Amen. And in the midst of all of that, despite all of that, he humbled himself. And he came to interact with man. He humbled himself and became as a man and walked the dusty roads of Galilee and Jerusalem, Hmm? Capernaum and so on. Have you seen such humility before? The one who in heaven, they walk on gold. So we fight for gold today. People get killed because of gold. Isn't it? Yeah. People get killed because of gold. But in heaven it's like dust. That's what we walk on in heaven. And that same being came to the earth. And began to walk. Began to eat with us identified with us and felt what you felt. Felt the hunger you felt. Felt the pain you felt. Do you understand? Experience the betrayal that you experienced. Hallelujah. My Lord. Just lift up your hand and appreciate Jesus. Come on. Just worship Him. Lord, I thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus. We thank you. We appreciate your humility. We appreciate your love. You humble yourself, took the form of a man. What a mighty God. What a mighty God we serve. We thank you. Thank you, thank you for your wonders. Wonders beyond description. Wonders of biblical proportion. Release your wonders. Release your wonders in our lives. Mighty God, we thank you. We glorify you. We give you praise. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Wonderful. We've been looking at, we've been talking about unimaginable wonders. We've been looking at different aspects. Let's talk about the wonders of protection. Amen. Amen. The wonders of what? Yes. There is a way God can protect that it will be a wonder. (laughs) Do you get my point? Do you know that he loves you? The Bible calls you the apple of his eye. You know, that's what part of your body you protect the most. Your eye is, is very precious to you. Am I correct? That's why when a fly is coming to your eye, you don't just allow it. What do you do? Immediately. Your reflexes immediately kick in. Anything. You can see something flying, coming to your eye. So The Bible calls us the apple of his eye. does someone say, you are the apple, You're the apple of his eye. You are the apple of his eye. Yes. So in other words, whatever the way somebody protects his eye is the way God protects his own. Is the way God protects His own. The only thing is that many times God's protection is enjoyed within certain con- contexts. Okay? He can protect you as far as, as far as your obedience permits, as far as your um, alignment permits. Did you get my point? Now, you don't carry yourself and go into darkness and expect protection. Okay? You don't take yourself into the camp of the enemy unless you are sent. If you are not sent and you go there, what's the point? What are you trying to prove? It's like one preacher, years ago, he was talking to his members and he wanted to show them he wanted to show them that he had power. Yes? He wanted to show them that he had power. Hallelujah. And he took his members to the zoo. All right. He took his. I'm telling you, real life story. He took his members to the zoo and he said, You guys are gonna see power today. <laughs> so he went to where there were lions come on (laughs) glory glory yes and when he went to where there were lions everybody is gathered and they're singing they're clapping Praising God. This guy enters that place. And of course, the lions, they did what was expected of them. They tore him to pieces. That is not what the Bible means. So somebody will say, oh, but why did God allow the lion to eat him? Did God send him? Why did he go and tempt the lion? <laughs> A praying lion. Can you imagine? Oh, my. The lion is praying. You know, have you heard that, that story? You know, those days where they used to be, they used to throw Christians into the um, in, in, they, they used to use Christians for entertainment during in the Roman Empire. You know, in the early, the first century, really, the Caesars would catch Christians. Because Christians used to re- insist that Jesus is Lord. Now, the Romans believed that Caesar is Lord. So, they used to say Caesar is Lord. Caesar is Lord. So, this group of people came and then they say there's somebody else that is Lord apart from Caesar. So, Caesar hated Christians. Alright? So, they will take them into the Colosseum. People will be gathered and then they bring hungry lions. Release them and then put the Christians there. Alright? And then... Watch as a sport. Have you seen such wickedness before? Yeah. So there's this story about this guy, this brother, he was about to be thrown there. And he started praying, Lord, I just want a Christian lion. Let it be a Christian lion. Let it be a Christian lion. And of course, when they threw him there, the lion started saying, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> For this meat which we're about to receive. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Glory to God. So indeed, he got a Christian lion. <laughs> that is a good joke. Hallelujah. So instead of, instead of praying something else, he prayed for a Christian lion. So the Christian lion came. God provided. Hallelujah. That's not what we're talking about. So when we talk about wonders of protection, he says you're the, he's the, you're the apple of his eye. He will keep you as the apple of his eye. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. So let's open the Scriptures and let's read. Psalm what? Come on. 17. Psalm 17. Yes. He will keep you as the apple of his eye. He says in 17, I just want to read from, from um, verse 1. He says, Hear a just cause, O Lord. Attend to my cry. Give ear to my prayer, which is not from deceitful lips. Let my vindication come from your presence. Let your eyes look on the things that are upright. You have tested my heart. You have visited me in the night. You have tried me and have found nothing. I have purposed with my mouth that with my mouth I shall not transgress concerning the works of men by the word of your lips I have kept away from the paths of the destroyer. Hallelujah. Are you keeping away? It says, uphold my steps with your paths that my footsteps May not sleep. I have called upon you. For you will hear me, O God. Incline your ear to me and hear my speech. Show your marvelous loving kindness by your right hand. O you who save those who trust in you. From those who rise up against them. Now look at verse 8. Keep me, come on, let's read together. One, two, three. Keep me as the apple of your eye. Hide me under the shadow of your wings. From the wicked who oppress me. From my deadly enemies who surround me. Hallelujah. Glory to God. This is a Psalmist praying. Keep me as the apple of your eye. Protect me. There is wickedness around me. Let me tell you something, people. The world is getting darker. The world is getting more wicked. The devil is getting more vicious. Do you understand me? And so God's people need to know, know that they have protection. God's people need to know that they have a covenant of protection. Hallelujah. They need to know that they have a God who can guard them and keep them like the apple of his eye. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But you have to learn to walk with him. Don't be like that foolish pastor. When he gets to heaven, Jesus is going to ask him, who sent you? What kind of dumbness is that? Why do you embarrass the kingdom of God with such foolishness? You get my point? Yeah. The Bible says we should not tempt God. We should not, we should not tempt God. Why did he tempt God? By going there. So that is not, when we're talking about protection, that, we're not talking about foolish protection okay? We're talking about people who will follow God. Follow God. In the morning prayer, this, this this morning I was sharing the testimony of a brother that I know. He was, I mean, a, a multimillionaire. He used, to, he used to support the work of God tremendously. And he was about to board a flight. Okay? He was, he was about to board the flight. And he got to the airport. He was, he was just resting in the lounge, in the VIP lounge, waiting for his flight. And guess what? While he was there, he dozed off. He had a dream, and God spoke to him not to board the flight. He woke up, and he canceled his trip, right? And that plane took off, and that plane crashed. 200 people perished. Over 200 people. But my question is this. What if he had not listened? What if he had gone on the plane expecting God to protect him? Do you see my point? Yeah, so if we want to experience, enjoy protection, make sure we don't, um, we don't, Go outside his leading. We don't go outside his protection. Hallelujah. Yeah. So, one of the skills you need today is the skill of hearing God, is the skill of knowing his voice, is the skill of knowing when God is speaking. Learn that quickly. Do you hear me? Learn to hear God quickly for yourself. Learn to hear God for your family. Learn to hear God. It's important. Why? Because part of your protection is linked to you hearing Him. Part of your protection. Part of this covenant of protection works with obedience. And obedience is linked to hearing The word to to obey, the Hebrew word to obey, is linked to the word to hear. Hallelujah. So you need to hear. And then you obey. But if you are not in that frequency where you can hear, God can be screaming, shouting, Leave now! Now! You don't go. There's another uh, family friend years ago. The guy's from he's from Liberia. He was a friend of my mom, and you know, minister of the gospel. God used him tremendously all over the world. So one day. Just there, I mean, he had a, a thriving church in Moravia and around the country. Um, so, one day, the Lord just spoke to him and said to him, Get out of the country today with your wife. No, before that, God said to him, Send your children to America. This was like, you know, sometime late, sometime earlier. God said, Send your children to America. Now, he has family in America and all of that. So he just prepared and sent the kids to to the U.S., right? And one day, going about his normal business, and God says, get out of town today with your wife. Now, he couldn't get a flight out of, in fact, the instruction was get out of the country, not even out of town out of the country. He couldn't get a flight. Guess what? He drove. Hallelujah. He drove with his wife across the border to Guinea. All right? He drove. It's not a nice drive. It's, it's, it's not a comfortable journey, but he drove. All right? So we were in Guinea at that time. So this guy comes, Guinea Conakry. So, not Papua New Guinea, okay? Some of you, your geography is confused. <laughs> yeah. So, he drove, <clears throat> drove across the border and, and he was there. And obviously, what could he take? He couldn't take much, right? Just quickly gathered stuff and then they got out of town. You know what? While in Guinea, news came to him that the rebels had set his house on fire. They came to his house, looked for him, they didn't find him. Looked for his wife, they didn't find his wife. Come on. Yeah, they didn't find his wife, so they were angry. They set the whole house on fire, burnt all the cars. So the news gets to him. Question. What if he had not left that night? What if he had said, uh, we'll do it tomorrow when we get a flight? Hello? Yeah. These are the days of hearing God. Okay. If you've made it before without hearing God. Thank God for your life. But the days ahead require you to learn to hear God. Do you hear me? If you want to experience the wonders of protection, you cannot just live life without seeking to hear God. You must develop a relationship with God whereby you can hear God. Am I communicating? Hallelujah. That's how he escaped. And I'll never forget how, you know, I saw him, he was weeping. Guess what? When they couldn't find him, they were so angry. They went to the church and... Kill all those they could find. And he was crying, crying. They were looking for him. Why? Because he mobilized prayer for the nation. He was praying. The war was in the, it was in the heat of the war. And he, was, he mobilized prayers so that the, the, the church could pray for peace and all of that. Gathered Christians, filled the stadium. And they were angry. They said he is... The rebels said he is praying for the government to remain in power. And then the government were saying that he was praying for the rebels. So both the government and the rebels were after him. But God protected him as the apple of his eye. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody say, Lord, keep me as the apple of your eye. Hide me under the shadow of your wings. Amen. Yeah. I pray that the Lord will protect you from the evil, the impending evil on the earth. Hallelujah. That you will not enter into any trap of the enemy. Hallelujah. The Lord will preserve you. He will preserve your family. These are the days of the voice of God. These are the days of hearing God. Alright. So if you you don't know how to hear God. (laughs) Yeah. I pray that the Lord helps you. Amen? Amen. Maybe sometime we'll do a teaching on that. Just to help you, to equip you, to empower you. So that you know how to hear God. Hearing God is not difficult. Hearing God is easy. He's your father. It's normal for you to hear your father. You don't need a gift to hear your father. No. It's part of your inheritance. Glory to God. My children don't need any special gift to hear my voice me. When I speak, they hear. Hallelujah. So, I pray that God will open your ears to hear his voice. He says, my sheep hear my voice. The voice of a stranger they will not follow. The voice of a stranger they will not follow. Glory to God. So we need to be people that hear the voice of God. Hallelujah. My sheep hear my voice. And I know them and they follow me. You see that? John 10, 27. Yeah. Go to the place that says the voice of a stranger they will not follow. Yes. Hallelujah. Glory to God. My sheep. How many sheep of the Lord do we have here? Are you His sheep? If you are His sheep, raise your hand, let me see. I can't just assume everybody is a sheep of the Lord. Okay, we might have some goats in the house. No, no, no. There's no goat here. Uh, And obviously there's no wolf here. Come on. My sheep hear my voice. They know my voice. Glory to God. Amen. Do you know His voice? Yes, sir. All right. Some of you do. Some of you are still growing. But let me say this. Let me bring this to your attention. If you want to learn the voice of God, you know, you need to have people around you that know the voice of God so that they can help you. Yes. He hmm? yes. said, look at verse 5. Yet... They will by no no means follow a stranger. Somebody say, I will by no means follow a stranger. stranger. Yes. We will flee from the stranger. For they do not know the voice of strangers. Isn't that what children are told? When you raise children, you say, don't talk to strangers. How many of you were told that? Okay. How many of you tell your children that? That's right. That's good. So don't follow strangers. The problem with Christians today is that they don't know the voice of their father. So they don't know who is a stranger. So they follow every voice that they hear. And there are voices that lead to calamity. I'm telling you. I remember years ago in Cape Town... Um, one of our members called me and said there is this lady that needs that needs help you know what this lady was hearing voices and this lady was running she was beside herself so they brought this lady to me a german lady and uh, after after some time with this lady this lady said she there's this voice that she keeps hearing The voice introduces himself as God. And the voice tells her that I died for you. It says, if you love me, you will jump off the balcony. Can you imagine that? That is definitely not the voice of the shepherd. Amen. Amen. And so she's trying to do it and her children are holding her. Mommy, what are you trying to do? She said, no, God is speaking to me. No, which God? So they didn't know what to do. And this brother says, my pastor can help you. Glory to God. So they brought her to me and when they brought her, I spoke to her and I ministered to her I prayed for her and I cast that spirit out. I led her to the Lord and then I cast that spirit. When I casted that spirit out, she saw the spirit running out. She said, It looked like a dog. She said, It looked like a dog. He's standing by the gate. And I said, Fire! I released fire on him. Hallelujah. So she was set free from that. Sometimes people are looking for voices in the wrong place. When you go and start meddling in occultism, you now meet certain voices. You meet certain voices. By the time I began to probe, guess what? She was going somewhere. She used to meet all these psychics and all of that to to, to tell her things. So guess what? She went home. That spirit followed her home. It followed her home. And she started hearing. At first, she thought she was hearing God, but that was a stranger. That was the voice of a stranger. Somebody said, The voice of a stranger I will not follow. The will follow. In, the In the name of Jesus. Yeah. So that's how she was liberated. Hallelujah. So we're not going to follow the voice of any stranger. So the prerequisite to the wonders of protection yes. is hearing God. Amen. Amen. One of the prerequisites. Amen. It's not the only prerequisite. Amen. It's one of the prerequisites. Okay? Amen. So the fact that you've planned something doesn't mean that it must happen. Yeah. If God says to you, stop it, just drop it. Yeah. Yeah. Drop it. You, he doesn't need to explain to you. He doesn't need to tell you, this is why you need to drop this. No, 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 no. God doesn't owe you that explanation. Okay? He, he, you are not his master. So he doesn't need to explain to you. Do you get my point? He is your Lord, so he gives the instruction and you obey. You don't tell him, oh God, you know, can you explain to me why should I, why should I not... Like that guy that I told you about. What if he had said, Lord, why shouldn't I go on this flight? Well, I mean, I've already spent so much money and, and, and I have this important appointment, you know. And uh, what if this is a very important business meeting. I, I, I can't afford to miss it. This, this is a multi-million dollar deal I'm about to sign. So tell me why I shouldn't board this flight. You think God will answer him? God will just say, You're on your own. You can go. Yeah? So, we need to be sensitive to the voice of God. Sensitive to the voice of God. I'm not saying you should look for voices. Because people that are looking for voices are in the institution, <laughs> they're in the institution. Yeah, so don't look for voices. Look for the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Look for the Lord. And the Lord starts speaking from His Word. That's the starting point. The foundation of hearing God is His Word. And that's why we read the Bible every year. We go through the Bible. You need to read the Bible. It's for your good. Otherwise, you won't know the voice of a stranger. You will follow a stranger. There are many people who are in captivity today because they follow the voice of a stranger. So, oh, well, you know, there's this special job in Europe. They will pay you 200000 a month. I have this connection that will give you this. You just need to do this. Don't tell anybody, just... People have ended up in jail. Yeah. Yeah. Do you get my point? Yeah. Oh, but it's your friend telling you, ah, is your friend your shepherd? Be careful. So when people talk to you, ask yourself, who is talking? Whose voice is that? Do you know that the enemy has the ability? to use another person's vocal cord to talk to you. Do you know that? Oh, you didn't know? In fact, he has the ability to even use your voice to talk to you. He has that ability. Don't you think, don't, don't, don't you know he's the God of this world? Being a God, you, there are certain abilities gods have. Being the God of this world, is in a class that he's able to do certain things to deceive. Do you get my point? That's why Jesus, when Jesus was speaking to the disciples, when he was speaking to the disciples, he he, he spoke to them, um, he, he asked them, who do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? And, and they said, some say John the Baptist, some say Elijah, some say one of the prophets and all that. Then Jesus says, okay, enough of public opinion. Who do you say that I am? You, my disciples. Who do, who do you say that I am? And everybody is quiet. And they are looking. Then Peter says, Master, you are Christ, the son of the living God. And Jesus talks. He says, Peter, flesh and blood did not reveal this to you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He says, flesh and blood did not reveal this to you. He says, you are Peter, and on this rock, yes, Yes. Yes. he said, blessed are you, Simon Bar-Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you. Glory to God. But my Father who is in heaven. My father who is in heaven is the one that gave you this insight. Okay? Then you skip down a few verses. Jesus began to tell them about how he was going to be crucified. How he was going to suffer and he was going to die. Peter takes the Lord aside. Come on. Somebody say respect. Okay. Out of respect he didn't want to rebuke the Lord publicly. Okay? So, he took him aside and began to rebuke him. He's rebuking his master. He's rebuking his shepherd. He's rebuking his Lord. Hmm? And look at even the rebuke. Peter says, to far be it from you, Lord. This shall not happen to you. Oh? <laughs> and look at the next verse. Look at what he says. And the Lord responds. Yes, he says, But he turned and said to Peter, come on, what did he say? Hallelujah. Get behind me, Satan. Hey. Where did Satan come up in this, this whole dialogue? Where is Satan? Jesus, did you drink something? Did you smoke something? What kind of what kind of hallucination is this? But no, Jesus was discerning. He discerned that Satan had used, had attached himself to the vocal cord of Peter. Do you get my point? He attached himself to the vocal cord of Peter and said to Peter. I mean, he said to Jesus, this is not going to happen. You're not going to die. No way. You're not going to die. And immediately Jesus saw it. Say, Get behind me, Satan. You are an offense to me. You are not mindful of the things of God, but the things of men. You don't care about the will of God. You don't care about the purpose of God. You only care about things that pertain to men. You're not interested in God's will. You're not interested in God's purpose. You're not interested in God's plan. You're just interested in men and the things of men. He said, get behind me. Hallelujah. May you have this kind of discernment. In the name of Jesus. Lord, I ask that you would release this kind of discernment upon your people. Everyone listening to me, receive this discernment. In Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah. So you need to know when Satan, when a stranger is speaking through somebody. You need to know. You need to recognize that. Hallelujah. You need to recognize when a stranger, when Satan is using a stranger to talk you out of church, to talk you out of your commitment, to talk you out of your service, to talk you out of giving, to talk you out of... There are many strangers on the internet. All there, talking, 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 talking. And sometimes I'm amazed. I look, I say, does this person know the gravity of what they are doing? Do they know the implications? Do they know the part of hell they are preparing for themselves by what they are doing? They don't know. Totally clueless. And so they're bringing confusion into the hearts of God's people. Releasing confusion. Satan is at work. I'm telling you, the world is getting darker. That's why you need to know the voice of God. You need to know the voice of God. Otherwise, you'll be confused. You'll be confused. You need to be able to discern when a stranger is talking. Many times, I have discerned the voice of a stranger through people. Sometimes it is even people that love you. Do you understand? Peter didn't hate Jesus. How many people know that Peter loved Jesus? Yeah. But his love for Jesus was not under the lordship of Jesus. You see. So, when your love for someone is not under the lordship of Christ, Satan can use it. Satan can use it. So, he can use it to mislead somebody and take them into darkness and take them into a pit. (laughs) Somebody say the wonders of protection. Yeah, yeah. So, always. That's why one of our core values as a church and as a movement is the Lordship of Christ. It's one of our core values, the Lordship of Christ. Christ has to be at the center of everything. He has to have the final say in everything we do. Amen. Amen. Why? Because once you remove lordship, I'm telling you, Christianity is something else. Without lordship. Yeah? But because of the lordship of Christ, once you are under lordship, his voice comes to you. Discernment comes to you. You can tell. Okay? There are certain thoughts that come to your mind. You need to discern where they are coming from discern where they're coming from. Because Satan is not only able to use others, he's able to even use you against yourself. It's an amazing skill that he has. And I'm not glorifying him. But you just don't underestimate your enemy. If you underestimate him, you are fooling yourself. He has that ability to use your, your, your thoughts To attach himself to your thoughts. He has that ability. So you attach himself to your thoughts. And then use your thoughts to speak to you. And then you don't know how to say, get thee behind me, Satan. Because you don't do that. You don't use your authority. You're not saying, God, why? Why is this thing happening to me? God is wondering, why don't you get rid of him? What have I given you authority for? You get my point? Yeah. So sometimes he will will use your thoughts. He can use a stranger, but he can also use a loved one, and he can use you. It's not to scare you, but it's just to tell you the reality of the battle we're in. It's to tell you the reality of the battle we're in. Turn to someone and say, the battle is real. real. But God is faithful. faithful. Hallelujah. The battle is real. We're not pretending here. It's a real battle. So, the wonders of protection, one of the prerequisites, is the voice of God discerning the voice of God. I want everybody in this church to be an expert in hearing the voice of God. Do you get my point? We're going to do all we can to equip you with this ability so you can hear God in every context. There are different ways you can hear God. Hallelujah. Years ago, God said to me, you need to learn to hear my voice in the midst of people. So sometimes I can be in the midst of people and we're having a conversation and somebody says something, pew, I just pick it. That's God. So God has attached himself to that person's vocal cord and is communicating to me. Hallelujah. Don't you want to learn that? Yeah. So there are many ways that God speaks, I'm telling you. And, Yeah. So many, many times, some of you don't even know you have spoken God's voice to me. <laughs> Sometimes I'm asking God, seeking certain things, and then you just come and you're saying certain things. I got, I got it. God is answering my prayer through you, but you don't even know. Hallelujah. But because I've learned, and I'm not an expert yet, I'm on my way there. But I'm not a novice there. Hallelujah. So I learned to hear his voice in the midst of people. If he could use a donkey, he can use anyone. Do you understand? He can use anyone. Yeah. So many ways he speaks. And so sometimes you're planning something and you just get cautioned by the Lord through someone. You need to pick it up. Get it. Catch it quickly, apply it quickly. It will save you, it will save your family. Alright? So that we don't start accusing God of what he didn't do. We don't blame him for our irresponsibility. We don't blame him for the consequences of our disobedience. That's that's what many Christians are good at today. Okay? We do what we want, ignore his will, ignore his voice. Ignore his leading. And then when things go south, we blame him. If there is God, how come this is happening? If you are a child of God, how come you didn't obey him? That's all that's we should be asking. Yeah. Yeah. Can you see that? God spoke through a donkey. Numbers 22. He opened the mouth of the donkey and she said to Balaam, What have I done to you that you have struck me these three times? (laughs) Amazing. Only God can do this. (laughs) So God had been speaking to the prophet, the prophet was not listening to God. Do you understand? The prophet kept disobeying God. He's disobeying God. And then God now says, okay, fine. I'll leave you to go. And he's going because of money. Because of money. Can you see how people can die because of money? They can get into trouble because of money. Money is good, but if you make it your God, it becomes a snare. Okay. Okay. So then... The angel starts speaking to the prophet. You struck me. You treated me badly three times. These three times. Have I, since you've owned me, have I ever been disobedient? Can't you see who is in front of us? And then immediately the prophet's eyes opened and he saw an angel there with a sword. Uh. (laughs) Look at, the Lord opened Balaam's eye. And he saw the angel of the Lord standing in his way with his sword, drawn sword in his hand. And he bowed his head and fell flat on his face. What a shame that it took a donkey to get the attention of a prophet. May you not be the kind of person that it would take a donkey to get your attention. In the name of Jesus, hear the voice of God so you don't hear the voice of a donkey. Our time is gone. Let's stop. Thank you Father. Lord my God. Let's just begin a prayer. Ask the Lord. Lord help me. Help me. Lord. Teach me. Help me. I want to know your voice. So that I can walk in protection. In the wonders of protection. To discern. I want to discern his voice. In the name of Jesus My Lord and my God Father we thank you I thank you for everyone in this house And everyone watching, listening online I pray for them Lord for the skill, the ability To hear your voice Lord God That they will develop mastery In this area That they will know your voice Your voice will not be strange to them They will know your voice through your word. They will know your voice in the midst of people. They will know your voice, Lord God. They will know the inner voice through their consciences. They will know your voice. They will discern your voice in whatever form it comes. They will discern it. Thank you, Father. We thank you, Lord. Thank you Lord. Come on, pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. Pray for yourself because this is a life and death situation. The days ahead require this skill. The days ahead require this ability. Ask the Lord to help you. You will not follow any voice that's going to mislead you. You will not follow any voice that will take you out of God's will. You will not follow any voice that will take you out of your purpose. You will not follow any voice that will lead you to destruction. Jesus. Come on, talk to Him. Talk to Him. Pray. Pray as if your life depends on this. Pray as though your life depends on this. Because indeed it does. Thank you, Jesus. We bless your name. voice of the master, the voice of the bridegroom, the voice of the chief shepherd, Lord, that we will hear your voice in whatever context, whatever context, we will hear your voice in the name of Jesus. Wherever we find ourselves. Lord, my God, in our businesses, in our our careers, in our studies, in our relationships, in our daily walk. Thank you, Father. We give you praise. We give you glory. In Jesus' name. Father, I thank you for your people. Bible says, Proverbs 20, you said, the hearing ear and the seeing eye, the Lord made them both. Lord, open the eyes and the ears of your people. Open their ears to hear you. As they read the scriptures, let them hear you. Lord God, as they go, on their, their daily life, let them hear you. In the name of Jesus. In their daily affairs, let them hear you. So that they do not fall prey to the enemy. In the name of Jesus. My Lord and my God. Thank you, Father. I give you praise. I give you glory. In Jesus' name. Amen. Now, if you're here and you want to give your life to Jesus, I want to pray for you. Raise your hand and I'll pray for you. You want to get born again. I hope you've heard his voice this morning and you will say yes to him. You want to say yes to Jesus, raise your hand. And that also uh, applies to those watching online. Just say this after me. Say, dear God, I thank you for sending Jesus to die for me. I believe in my heart. And I confess with my mouth that he is Lord. Jesus, come into my heart. Make me a brand new person. Cause me to love what you love and to hate what you hate. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I put my faith in you. I put my trust in you. I receive you in my heart. Come into my heart. Make me a new creation. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Let me pray for you. Father, I pray for all those who are praying this prayer right now. Make them do a work in their hearts in the name of Jesus. Let your kingdom come. Let your will be done in their lives. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you real good. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand.